This is Inputs, the podcast by Top Crop Manager, Canada's national source for the latest agronomic research, crop production, and technology trends. You've tuned in to hear conversations about relevant research, best production practices, and everything in between. This series of Inputs, the podcast by Top Crop Manager, is brought to you by Climate Field View. Ready to have all your farm's information right at your fingertips? With the Climate Field View platform, you can instantly analyze every pass you make in field, capture weather conditions, and monitor crop performance. You get all the info you need to confidently make the right decisions for your field, anywhere, anytime. Start collecting information now and take full advantage of the yield analysis tools come harvest time. For more information, visit climatefieldview.ca or talk to your FieldView dealer and sign up for a one-year free trial today. Hi, I'm Stephanie Crowley, Editorial Director of Top Crop Manager Magazine. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Inputs, the podcast by Top Crop Manager. We're kicking off this six-episode series with a discussion on scouting, and we know that scouting fields is an essential management practice to monitor crop development and evaluate any risks from potential pests or diseases. It's generally recommended that farmers scout their fields weekly, starting before seeding and continuing until after harvest. But at certain times of the season, scouting may need to take place every two or three days, especially when there's a high risk of disease pressure or insect pest growth. It's an important piece of the puzzle, but there's been a shift in recent years towards using more advanced tools to help out with the scouting process. And we're going to dive into this a little bit more today with Lydia Parker. Lydia is a field product specialist with Climate Field View. Hi, Lydia. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Can you tell us a little bit about your background in agriculture and your role in what you do at Climate Field View? Sure. So I grew up on a cash crop farm um, in Gray County, and then I went off to the University of Guelph to study agriculture. And while I was there, I actually took a summer job as a summer student with the Bear Crop Science Research Farm. And I would have never thought that research was part of the industry that I was interested in. Um, but I really, I really enjoyed that work. So I, I decided to stay on. And then after graduation, I spent a number of years working with Bear as their product support representative. Um, and essentially, my main role there was turning research data into sales tools. But then in 2016, when Climate Fieldview was coming to Canada, I decided to join that team um, as the field product specialist for, for part of Ontario. And at that time, we had quite a small team. There was only about six of us, and we really only focused in Ontario. But we've since expanded across the country and, and have more than tripled um, our staff. So uh, I've been working there for the past, I guess, four years. And... My main role is, is kind of working with the bear market development team to help them integrate FieldView into their trial work, but then also spending time creating resources for farmers to help them understand how FieldView can work on their operation. Um, and then working with the science team from FieldView out of the, the States to bring new projects to Canada. So that, that's kind of what I spend my time doing. Oh, that's cool. What made you, or what did you think you were going to get into in terms of agriculture before you got into the research side? What was kind of your original plan? I think I just assumed that I would probably work in retail. Um, mm-hmm. I think at the time that's kind of grew up in small town. I think I thought that was maybe the extent of the egg industry. I never really thought about how big it really was. Yeah, absolutely. There's so uh, many facets of it, right? Kind of seeing that side of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. Um, so let's dive in a little bit to digital tools in terms of scouting. Um, as I mentioned before, you know, these kinds of resources and tools have really come into the forefront in the last few years. Um, so how can farmers use digital tools and technology to supplement their in-person scouting? 
So I think the keyword to your question there is supplement, because at the end of the day, these tools are never going to replace true boots on the ground. They're not going to replace an agronomist or a crop scout or your own efforts in the field. They're really there to help us make decisions in season. And I, we all know farms have changed. We don't all farm the 100 acres that we can see out of our, our kitchen. And so finding the time to be in every field in your operation and spend adequate, adequate time going through them, it, it, it's really difficult. Um, and so if we can start using tools like field-specific weather or um, satellite imagery or drone imagery to help us pinpoint what fields we need to go to first, and even better, if they can help us pinpoint what parts of the field to go to first, um, it's really going to help us with prioritization. So I think that's the main part is that they can help us with, with the planning side of scouting. Okay, that's, that makes sense. And then when you're getting into actually scouting your fields, why is it helpful to capture your scouting notes using these digital tools? What can they provide you that a regular you know, pen and paper um, or a photo uh, wouldn't be able to, to share? So I think um, you're still capturing the same information. I think the, the big plus is that you're getting it all in one spot. If you commit to using a single digital tool, um, no matter what it is, it replaces having your information scattered all over mm -hmm. the place because I know everybody's guilty of it. We have some information ends up as a text that you're going to send to your agronomist. Some of it's the handwritten carbon copy that gets dropped off in your mailbox by your crop scout. Um, a lot of us have, I know I have tons of pictures on my phone that yeah. at the time you know what they are, but when you look back <laughs> a month later, you're really wondering what that picture is. Why did I take that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, we're all guilty of having scouting information in so many different locations. And it's really hard at the end of the year when you want to go back and figure out, well, did that work? Or um, should I have made that decision? It's, it's hard to go back and find it easily. So if, if we can commit to using just a single source to put all of our information in, um, it really helps us to one, make decisions, but two, also reflect back on, did that decision make sense? And did it, did it turn out the way that we were hoping? For sure. And I think, you know, one of the draws, um, even in my life on a personal level, using digital tools to help organize things is that we can, I can communicate these with other people that need to know um, the information that I'm, you know, recording or writing down. So um, is that, is that technology, can it be used across a team during scouting? So can an agronomist share information with a grower in that way and vice versa? Absolutely. Yeah. So definitely one of the things that you want to look for if you are using a digital tool it is one that you can share. Mm -hmm. um, so whether it's sharing by um, being able to text that information out or send it through an email, or if you're all able to access the same platform, um, it, it's definitely, definitely a, a, a plus for sure. Because we all, the other thing is, when we do our scouting, I may have seen something when I'm in the sprayer, but my agronomist can't come right now, right? Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're busy with somebody else. And the time that they're available to come, maybe I'm going to be in a different field or I'm, I'm busy with something else. So right. being able to share things with folks so that you can all be aware of what's happening and you can all go to the same location, but not have to coordinate your time is really, really a benefit. Right. So then is it shared in real time or is there a delay? Like what happens if I'm out in the field with poor cell service or no cell service, right? And, and I'm trying to access... Um, that information? Yeah, no. So depending on what platform you're using. So if you're, for example, if you're using Climate Field View, you're able to send that out um, mm -hmm. over 
um, through either a, a text or an email. Um, so of course, if you don't have cell service, that's not able to go out right away, but um, you're also not able to contact them with a, with a phone call either. In exactly. that, in that <laughs> yeah. So um, it does rely on some kind of connection, but, <laughs> but yeah. For sure. For sure. Just like everything, right? <laughs> Everybody's yeah. so connected these days. So exactly. what happens if a grower or say I'm out in the field and I'm looking at something and I spot something that I'd like to share with my agronomist um, and they are able to come and meet me, can I share my location with them? Um, or is there a way that we can you know, kind of pinpoint something um, that we'd like them to come back and take a look at afterwards? Sure. Yeah. Um, you can do both. So if you have your accounts shared with, let's say in this case, we're talking about an agronomist. Um, if you have your fields shared with an agronomist, they would be able to see where all your fields are in your operation so that they could um, drive to that specific field if they're not already familiar with it. But then they'll also have the option to um, go to the exact pin that you're talking about. So when you drop a pin, um, it geolocates that specific spot. And you can send that information, which would include the location of the pin, any text that you've created. So if you've written any notes um, and then any images that you've taken as well, you'd be able to send those either as a text or email to that person. Mm -hmm. And they can open it up on their end and walk to that exact pin that you are, that you're talking about. Awesome. Can you talk about some of the other data that our digital scouting platforms um, can provide to growers and agronomists? Sure. Yeah, I would say there's two main buckets when you're talking about data that a, a scouting tool can help provide, um, and those being weather and imagery. So when we're talking about weather for a scouting tool, we're really talking about field-specific weather data. So instead of just opening up a generic weather application that's not specific to agriculture, you're going to get you know rainfall based on a specific town. Um, right. Whereas kind of field specific rate or information, we're talking about how much rainfall fell within that specific field boundary um, in a certain length of time. So say the last 24 hours. Okay. And then you're also going to have um, field specific weather information such as your, your forecast, um, you'd be able to see a radar, and then also looking at historic weather data. So you can look back at historic trends to see is this year similar to a uh, past year? If it is, you know, should I be looking for a certain insect or should I be looking out for specific diseases? Um, and then on the other side um, is, is imagery. So that kind of comes in two forms, um, one being satellite and the other being drone. Mm -hmm. They're similar but different. Um, I would say satellite imagery is something you're going to receive more often, but it's usually a slightly lower resolution. So it's not as sharp of an image, but right. you're still able to get uh, field-specific information from it, whereas drone imagery is typically something that you're going to do on demand, um, and it's not something that's regularly going to occur, um, just because it is a little more expensive because you have to, to man those drones. So yeah. those are really good um, to help you get a bird's eye view of what is happening in your field. Um, typically, so satellite images will come in as an NDVI map, which is essentially a representation of how the biomass differs across your field. And so depending on what tool you use, they're going to break those down differently. Um, but essentially, they'll show you what parts of the field have the lowest biomass and which parts of the fields have the highest biomass. And then we can use that to help figure out what parts of the field do we need to target. And that's, that's gonna depend on what crop you're planting, of course. So if it's soybeans, you're really gonna to wanna to target the, pot, the, the spots that are really heavy and, and dense because that's where 
disease is more likely to be prevalent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So just using those to, to prioritize. Yeah, no, and that makes perfect sense. Now you did mention that, you know, satellite imagery isn't quite as sharp as those drone images, but I'm sure it's still helpful. Um, Absolutely. And, and are there other ways that, you know, farmers can use the satellite imagery or why, why is that a draw, I guess? Why are they still helpful, even though it's not as great as, a, as using a drone? I think the big draw is just being able to see your field from front to back without having to get out and go in the field. <laughs> I know. Especially I know on a 40 lot. degree day like today. And that's exactly what I'm thinking. I'd be yeah. hard pressed to be convinced that I want to go to the back of a, a 200 acre field to see if there's a pocket in there that needs my attention. Whereas if I can look at that field and say, you know what, the poor spots are at the front. I only need to look at the front of the field today. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a good day for me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. Um, so this is all great. So it sounds like, you know, using a digital t- scouting tool will provide growers and agronomists with all kinds of farm data, but why is it so important to be able to tie all of this data together with your scouting information that you might have um, from actually visiting your field? Sure. Yeah. To me, it, it always comes back to when I have things scattered all over the place, it's really hard to make a decision, right? Mm -hmm. If I have something on paper and something's on, uh, on my computer and I have something that's just in the back of my head, it's really hard to put all the pieces of the puzzle together. So if we can use, if we can use digital tools to supplement, um, to supplement, say our scouting efforts, but we also still go ahead and do the ground truthing. That ground truthing is going to provide us with context that other digital information can't give us. Mm-hmm. We can get wonderful information off of equipment in terms of planting and spraying and harvest activities. And we can use our satellite imagery and our weather data to understand is a disease or an insect likely to develop. But until we actually have our boots on the ground and we're in the field and capturing those notes in the same place as all that other information, it's hard to, like, it's, it's really hard to put the puzzle together and understand how everything fits and works. Right. And being able to just tie it all together, like you said, you know, there's so many decisions to make in season um, and then moving to the next season and, and looking at what you um, had to deal with this year um, and how that affects your decision making for next year. So that makes perfect Absolutely. sense. Yeah. Um, I did mention earlier that scouting, you know, can take place often as, as often as several times a week. Um, does a digital scouting tool need to be used that often? Should you use it every time you're physically scouting or vice versa? Or, or you know, is it just kind of a, a supplementary um, thing when you need it a couple of times a year? I think for sure, if you are in a field, you should be using it. Um, again, just keeping all your notes in one spot. If you can commit to doing that, it's just going to give you a better story at the end mm-hmm. of the year to reflect back on. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the digital tools that help you with scouting, so weather and and imagery, I would say you typically a grower will get a notification when something new happens in your account, kind of no matter what platform you're using. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend every time you get one of those notifications, just check it out, see if anything's changed, if anything is, is raising an alarm bell, um, just to, to help you really decide, do I need to go there or can that field wait while I'm trying to accomplish this other activity? Right. Okay. So like we said earlier, just it's very supplementary, right? Like it kind Absolutely. of goes hand in hand with, um, with what everybody's doing. So mm-hmm. that's great. Um, so if, uh, if I'm a farmer looking to implement a digital scouting tool, what are some of the qualities or I guess the, the features that I'm looking for um, in, in choosing a digital farming tool? 
So first and foremost, I would say look for one that you personally find easy to use. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you find it cumbersome, you're going to be less likely to stick to it. And therefore, it's not providing that same benefit to you, right? Yeah. So if you can find one that you like and, and, and you want to use, that's going to be kind of your number one priority. Um, and in terms of what you can do within it, I think um, you, of course, are going to want to find one that allows you to capture um, notes and images and have those tied together. And then, of course, if that can be geolocated to your exact scouting location, that's always a plus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you can find one that ties all of that scouting information together with your planting and your spray and your harvest data and your satellite imagery and your weather and all of those other activities you do on your field, it really makes it a lot easier to make decisions in season and then also reflect on those decisions and figure out, did that actually work the way I wanted it to? Or do I maybe want to change that decision for a future season? Um, And then lastly, I think finding one that allows you to collaborate with your team. So whether Mm -hmm. your team looks like you and your business partners, your retailer, the person that sells you seed or chem, or um, any any employees that you happen to have on your farm, having a tool that allows you to work with all of those people so that everybody knows what's going on, everybody is in the loop, really helps um, keep things clean and consistent, but also helps you make decisions that are that, that has everybody on the same page. Awesome. That sounds great. Are there any other final tips you can give to farmers who are looking at implementing something like this or who might have questions about digital scouting? Sure. Yeah. I would say first, just take your time researching, mm-hmm. make sure that you find one that you like, like I said. Um, and then I would say once you've settled on the tool that you want to use, don't just dive right in take a little bit of time and plan on how you personally are going to use it. Um, I would say a lot of different tools are very malleable. There's not a single way to use them. So, um, you know, when it comes to how you're going to name hybrids in your fields, have a very set standard that you and your entire team knows so that when you're entering things, it looks the same. So how are you going to name your hybrids? How are you going to name, um, different spray products. Mm -hmm. How are you going to mark who did the scouting? All of those different things. If you have a plan and you have that in place, it just makes it easier and a lot cleaner when you want to look at things at the end of the year. Um, And then lastly, I would say that if this is something you're going to do, let your team know that it's important to you. So if you're working with an agronomist and you want them to work with you on it, let them know that. They're going to be more than happy to to spend more time with you. That's, That's at the end of the day what they want to do. So if right. this is what you want to do, bring it up to them, let them know, and then ask them to participate and be a part of it with you. Well, that's awesome. I mean, everybody's in it for the same thing, right? Like we all, especially everybody on your team, everyone wants to have a successful season. So Absolutely. we're all in it for the same goal. So that makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Awesome. Is there anything we didn't cover about digital scouting, Lydia, that you'd like to add before we wrap up here? No, I don't think so. I think that covered it all off. Awesome. Okay. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Lydia. We really appreciate having you on the podcast. Great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to Inputs, the podcast by Top Crop Manager. To catch up on all of our other episodes, visit topcropmanager.com slash podcasts.